Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. BlogTalkRadio.com. Word of Life is based on John 10.10, where Jesus said, I am come that they might have life, and that they might have it more abundantly. We're your co-hosts here. I am Renetta, coming to you from Gladwin, and my co-host Ella is here, coming to you from Kalamazoo, Michigan. We would like for you to contact us by emailing your comments, prayer requests, or questions to WordAlive612 at gmail.com. And that's a capital W. You can also contact us by following us on Twitter at Word Alive Now. You can listen to us 24-7 here at blogtalkradio.com forward slash Word Alive. All of our archives are available on demand or by downloading our podcast Word Alive at uh, iTunes and on your Android phone by downloading the uh, Blog Talk Radio app and listening to Word Alive on your phone. We're so glad that each and every one of you were able to join us tonight. We invite you to call a friend and have them to tune in and listen to the message as well, listen to the broadcast as well. Um, Word Alive is on each Saturday night at 11 p.m. You can call in and participate live by dialing 646 646- Three seven eight zero five three eight, and if you are online listening, uh, scroll down to the bottom and join us in the chat room. God bless and enjoy. Well, hello. Today is uh, March the fourth, two thousand. I'm sorry, April the fourth, two thousand and fifteen. So we're into April already, and this is uh, what we call the Resurrection Weekend. Some people say Happy Easter. Some people say Happy Resurrection. So we're going to talk about tonight it as uh, talk about the resurrection of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. So uh, my co-host, my name is Renetta, and I'm here with my co-host, Ella. Ella, how are you? I am blessed. How are you today, sister? I am wonderful. I am blessed. I am full. I am running over. (laughs) I am good. So uh, this is the weekend that a lot of people celebrate Easter, and a lot of people talk about uh, 
an Easter bunny, bringing Easter eggs, which I don't really know where the idea comes from whatsoever. Uh, and um, so a lot of people get all dressed up and they go out and buy new clothes and they go to church tomorrow looking all nice and wonderful and fresh and brand new. Some people, this is the only Sunday they will go to church all year. Some people, this is one of two or three Sundays that they will go to church all year. And so I was just wondering, what does the resurrection mean to you? We celebrate this weekend as a reminder of what our Lord and our Savior did for us. And that uh, Good Friday, we say, we we use that as a day that we recognize or we honor the day that Jesus died for us. And then we look at tomorrow, what they call Easter Sunday, as a day that we honor uh, Jesus rising from the dead for us. And so we want to talk a little bit about what that actually means. And we know Jesus probably didn't die the first Friday in April, and he probably didn't raise the first Sunday in April. We don't know the the day that he died or the day that he rose. So we just pick a day, and it's not even the same day every year that we just we aren't we should be honoring it every day with our life. But we pick a day that we set aside to just celebrate it as a a body, as a body of believers that we celebrate uh, and that we really recognize Jesus uh, raising from the dead. So what is your take on this, Ella? Well, it's interesting uh, resurrection. It is uh, like he was alive, he died, and he Erected again. I mean, he had, he was gone, dead. And all of a he sudden, he just <laughs> disappeared. <laughs> the angel rolled the stone. <laughs> and he met Mary walking down the street. So, it's time for an amazing event that the world was changed because of that event. Mm. Our sins were paid for. I mean, he took them mm-hmm. at the cross, but then mm-hmm. he brought us new life when he <laughs> out of out of that tomb. Mm-hmm. The dead, the the scripture tells us that people that had died came out of the grave and was walking in the streets. People saw. So that was such a fascinating, amazing, miraculous event on the earth. Absolutely. Yeah. I like what what you said when you said. What Jesus did changed the world, and it really did change the world. Jesus died for us over 2,000 years ago, and we're still talking about it today, and it's still changing the world today. Well, you might say, well, how does it change the world? Because it changes people. Mm -hmm. It changes people. It changes the way people think. 
It changes the way people act. It changes the way people live. It changes the it changes our perception of things. It, it changes how we live life. It changes what's in, what is important to us. And some people, it changes their job. When they get saved, they change their job. They change their whole lifestyle. And so what Jesus did for us brought true change. And we look at the world nowadays, there's a lot of programs out there for change. People trying to change their lifestyle People trying to change bad habits to good habits. People trying to change from being a, a smoker to a non-smoker, being a drinker to a non-smoker, being a, a drug user to a non-drug user, being an abusive husband to a not-abusive husband, or an abusive man that just abused women to a non-abusive man, being a, a child abuser to a non-child abuser. And they, they have all these programs trying to help people make these transitions, make these changes. But I just want to let everybody know that over 2,000 years ago, somebody did something that will enable all of these transformations, transitions, and changes to take place. And all you have to do really is believe that he did it for you, accept it for you. And uh, you can be born again. You know, we, we've all been born into this world of our parents, born out of our mother's wombs. But because of what Jesus did, you have, uh, and, and I, I don't have time to go into and explain what it means being born again, but I'll say this. Because of what Jesus did, you have a chance to start all over again. You have an opportunity to start with a clean slate. That was that's what the resurrection means to me. Resurrection is to me is new life. So all of a sudden Jesus went from being dead wrapped in a cloth in a tomb to being alive walking the street again. In an instant that happened. So to me that's new life. All of a sudden Jesus had new life because he was dead. His life was gone out of him. And all of a sudden, he's walking again. So all of a sudden, there's new life. And guess what? When we believe upon Jesus the way the scriptures has said, guess what we get? New life. We get born again, which means we get to live a new life. Go ahead, Ella. Well, I was just excited at the, the gift that we receive when I think about when humanity was created, God created them from the dust. And uh, what we have now is the ability that they didn't even have before Jesus came. We have the ability to take on the very nature of God, the very nature of God we have. And living on the inside. That is just the most amazing thing that his spirit comes and lives on the inside. And Jesus had to come in order for the spirit of God to be manifested in the earth that brings us that, that life in him through Jesus. 
we have a life in in a relationship with God that we've never really had like we have now. We have God living on the inside. It is just so powerful. And all we have to do is just believe and receive it. Amen. That that is just exciting when I when I sit and ponder what it means to to uh, be in relationship with God the Creator. We have the opportunity to have intimate relationship with Him. It is so fantastic. I'm at all. I get so excited. <laughs> Amen. Hey man, it's very, very exciting when you look at what this means for us and what this means for our future. You know, uh, when Adam and Eve were created and placed in the Garden of Eden, they had a one-on-one relationship with the Creator. They had a one-on-one relationship with God. God became their father, which means he provided for them. He took care of them. He made provision for them. Before God put Adam and Eve in the Garden He created everything that they would need to sustain them. And then he just put them in the garden to live and enjoy what he had put them there for them, for their good. And so now when uh, Adam disobeyed God and ate of the fruit that God told him not to eat of, being uh, once uh, Eve had been deceived by the devil and then gave the fruit to Adam and Adam ate of it, it severed their relationship with God. It severed the relationship of mankind with God. And so now we are born into the war, world into sin. Well, Jesus changed that. Like Ella said earlier, he paid the price for our sins. The price for sin is death. If you sin, you shall surely die. The price of sin is death. But now you don't have to die for your own sin, which means you don't have to pay the penalty of death for your own sin. Jesus paid it for you so that you can walk in the new list of life. And now his resurrection brought us new life. Amen. New life. And so uh, Jesus died to redeem us from our sins, and then he rose again that we might have eternal life. Now, to uh, see that scripture, I mean, uh, that scripture, let me go to, uh, we haven't read any scriptures tonight. So let's just go to John 3.16. Most people know this scripture, whether they go to church or not. My computer, come on. For God so loved the world. That he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. So Jesus died in our place so that we could have this eternal life. And so if there's anybody, if there's anybody out there that don't that just stumbled upon this broadcast and you have no idea what we are talking about let us just stop just for a moment 
to give you an opportunity to understand what we're talking about and to give you an opportunity to believe. Let me see. Let me go. Okay, so I'll start at verse 13. No one has ever gone into heaven except the one who came from heaven, the Son of Man. Now this is talking about Jesus. Just as Moses lifted up the snake in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must be lifted up, that everyone who believes may have eternal life in him. Eternal life, that means to live forever. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe stands condemned already because they have not believed in the name of God's one and only son. This is the verdict. Light has come into the world, but people love darkness instead of light because their deeds were evil. Everyone who does evil hates the light and will not come into the light for fear that their deeds will be exposed. But whoever lives by the truth comes into the light, so that it may be seen plainly that what they have done has been done in the sight of God. So Jesus came into the world. God sent his son because God loves you. God wants a relationship with you, just like he had a relationship with Adam and Eve before the fall before men fail or before men sin. But God has a plan to bring us back into reconciliation or to bring us back into relationship with him so that we do not have to perish in our sins and so that we can have an intimate relationship with him. We can have a conversation with him. He can give us plans. He blesses us. He heals our body. Uh, he enriches our lives with so much truth to shatter all of the darkness and all of the lies that the enemy has been feeding us all of our life. And we get to live an abundant life. Jesus said in John 10.10 10, that the thief came but to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come that they might have life and that more abundantly. So even while you are alive, living here on earth, Jesus wants you to have abundant life. He wants you to live to the very fullest. And only he has he and only come to God with the door be open, will you be given the key to walk in this life that he's talking about. If I try to explain to you what this life is, if you're not a believer, you will not understand it. Because you have to become a believer to understand the things of God. The world don't know the things of God. They don't understand the ways of God. His ways are so beyond us. But when you believe that Jesus died on the cross to take your place for your sins, he paid your penalty so you don't have to die in eternal damnation. And if you believe that three days after, the third day after he died, he rose again from the dead to live eternally, which we will live eternally with him one day. If you believe this, and you accept that he did this for you, you are saved. And Jesus comes 
through the Holy Spirit to live inside of you. God himself in spirit comes to live and abide inside of you. And he will lead you and he will guide you into all truth. This is the first step. Just believe and receive him. This is the first step. There's other things that we do once you get saved, but we don't want to overwhelm you with so much stuff that you can't understand tonight. We just want you to take a step of faith. Now, if you're hearing this for the first time, you may say, this is the craziest stuff I've ever heard in my life. What is this woman talking about? But I want you to take a moment and to sit and ponder about this and meditate upon this. And say, God, if what she's saying is true, help me to believe this and help me to receive what Jesus has done for me. It's called salvation. What Jesus did for us, it was so that we could have salvation. And salvation brings us everything we will ever need in life. It brings us what you need to live your life here. And it brings you what you need to live a godly life here. Right here in this earth, with all this evil that's going on, you can still live a godly life. You can live a new life. You will be given a fresh start. All of your sins will be forgiven. Every sin that you have ever committed in your lifetime, I don't care how horrible it was. If you are a murderer, if you are a rapist, if you are a drug dealer, If you are a thief, if you are an adulterer, if you are a prostitute, if you are a cheater, if you are um, a person who who speaks profane thing against other people, just always putting other people down. A person who abuses children, a mother who abuses your child, a father who abuses your child. It doesn't matter what sin you have committed since you've been born. It doesn't matter if you committed ten. It doesn't matter if you committed a million. If you believe this for yourself and you accept this for yourself, God forgives you. He will never bring it up to you again. He will not hold you account for the sins you've done. Jesus died so you can be forgiven of your sins. And God loves you so much. He wants to embrace you with his love. He wants to saturate you with him. Glory to God. He wants to saturate you with himself. He wants you to understand that you were made in the image and the likeness of him. And he wants to bring you into the understanding of what that really means for you and your life, your future. So even if you don't understand what I just said, believe it and see how your life will change. And ask God to show you what's the next step. So Ella, can you have the last words and then close us out with a prayer that seals this salvation for those who believe for the first time? All righty. And sin did our mothers conceive us. And in that sin, Jesus came. He died. And the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all unrighteousness. So if we never did anything, we'd just be born in sin. That blood that was shed on Calvary 
paid the price. And as we believe that price that was paid, the love of God draws us. He said, with loving kindness have I drawn you. So when you hear that feel that tug pulling on you, let just yield to it and allow God to draw you into his bosom because we were made for him. And he gave himself for us that we might have a union. We might be one in him. And tonight, as we approach this this hour of sacrifice that Jesus made for you and I, we want to have faith. Just have faith. Uh, if we have faith and we believe that God loves us so much that another human being was made into a human like us to pay the price so that we could have that blessed fellowship, that love that is everlasting that God has for us. And all he wants us to do is to to hunger to be like him. Lord, I want to be like you. I want to be like you. I don't understand it, but I believe that you did all of that so that I could be like you, Lord. I could have this forgiveness. I could have this joy. I could have this new life in through by Christ Jesus that we may become the sons of God as Jesus became the son of God. Let that love just saturate you. Let you just ponder and think about Somebody that loved you so much that they would die just so that you could be like them. That is so amazing. Who would do that? Because that is what we mean to him. And it is so simple to do, as the sister said. Just give your heart to him. And then you're giving your heart to him. You will believe and you will receive. And in that receiving, you become more like him. Weights and sin that does so easily beset us just fall on the side, fall away, and we become more and more like him. And the more we come like him, the more we love him. The more we love him, the more like him we become. And that love, gives us faith and confidence that every word that God spoke is life. It's light and it's light to our very soul. It's light to our pathway and it's light to our soul. That's what belongs to us. Tonight, I come into agreement with the word of God, heart of God, that everyone that hears this 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 word tonight will hunger and thirst to be like him. It's the greatest thing on earth. It's the greatest thing that we ever know is to be like him. Father God, we come in agreement with your word. And whosoever believeth on you, 
First thing, being baptized in the water and baptized in the spirit of God. Allowing God to be Lord of our lives. And you will find an awareness of what life is all about that is indescribable, except you've got to know that it is God that's coming to live on the inside of you. And Philippians 2.13 says, For it is God that worketh you both to will and to do God's good pleasure. You want to be like him. And I pray tonight that the word of God, the tears, pricks the heart, that you become like him. You have the ability to say yes. Yes, God, I want what you want for my life. And that from this day forward, this word will never leave my heart because it is a divine message that was ordained for the foundation of the world that we would say yes to God. Amen. We love you very much. God loves you. Enjoy this resurrection. God night. Have a God night all. See you Saturday at 11 p.m. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.